0: First of all like i am very very glad to have you on my show and uh, really really amazing i can say like you are from canada and i am from india so it is possible only by zoom that we are connecting uh, each other and we can share some thought regarding the like uh, something and i found that like uh, you are doing a great job like uh, parenting uh, program is like a tremendous job i can say like because nowadays Especially students or like I can say like children are being diverted from their career, from their life, from their studies also. So you're doing a superb job for that. I can say like congratulations. I can give you. Okay, clap for that. Thank
1: thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate those kind words.
0: Absolutely. All right. So uh, like uh, myself, Sanjay Agrawal and I'm from India and nowadays I'm a, a soft skill trainer. Okay, and uh, apart from that, like I'm also pursuing my master degree, like uh, master in business administration uh, from Pune University. And uh, apart from that, like I do conduct session online, offline, and uh, different things are there. And I love interacting with different people across the globe. So, and uh, I have been interacting like uh, so many people like from US, from UK and from other countries also. And like uh, I'm very glad that we are here. And uh, alright, can you tell me something about yourself?
1: Um, uh, myself, um, personally and professionally, I'm aligned. Uh, what I mean by that, um, everything I talk about professionally and what I teach parents and what I talk to teens about and families, is what we do in our own family. Um, so I'm not I'm not someone who doesn't practice what he preaches i'm someone who believes in a set of values a set of of what a foundation to parenting is a foundation to how we interact with one another so i'm a person who believes in if we want to have an opportunity at, at happiness that we must we must put action into that we must create that it doesn't just happen um randomly um we we must look we must take control of our life so i'm a big believer in that is how do we Let's
0: look at what we want and let's figure out how we get there. And let's design that and take action. Absolutely. All right. So just, uh, so guys, like uh, we are having today's our special guest, Michael uh, Larson from uh, Canada. And uh, he's like parent educator and uh, speaker, coach, counselor, and peace builder. So we are very glad to have uh, on our show, which is yes, uh, Sanzevraal Show. And for uh, like uh, the uh, session behind doing this, like uh, we want to know something about the parenting program and like, how can we develop our children? How, what is the requirement and might be the culture, might be the situation, might be the environment different from India and Canada, but the mind thought process, human being is same with everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so starting with one question, like, uh, how did you uh, come to this program? Like, uh, why did you choose this program?
1: Yeah, so so my program that I've designed, uh, which is a 12-week program, the Empowered Parenting Program, it is basically a, a culmination of uh, 15 years of my work. It is, um, I've been working since 2016 with uh, children um, in many settings. I worked with uh, children in a, in a jail as a counselor. Uh, I fostered for six years at a specialized treatment home where, where kids who were coming out of jail on probation, they lived with me. And my goal was to help keep them out of jail. Um, I've also worked in a school um, for a couple of years. So I've been a foster parent. I've been a single parent. I've been a co-parent. I've been a step parent. So when it comes to parenting, I've covered every aspect that you can be as a parent. Um, And I have two daughters right now, a a stepdaughter and a bio daughter. And I've just been talking and working with kids for so long. And the common theme that kept coming up when I, when I met with these teens and yes, People have struggles and stuff, but the biggest thing on their mind was the parent-child relationship. And what does my mom think of me? What does my dad think of me? And I think as parents, we we almost, without knowing it, don't realize the damage that our words can do. Um, and we have to be aware of how we talk to our children and how we treat them and how we discipline them. So my program essentially is you know, letting parents know, like, this is what works. This is what will effectively help you to raise your children with less fighting um, but also with helping them to achieve the skills they need to be successful or to follow their own path
0: very nice very nice because uh very rare people do this and uh, like uh, we see also like a uh, parenting program also run by in our india uh, very few i can say very few like two three people are running this program and uh, like uh they're not up to their mark and whatever they promise, like, uh, you know, that uh, promising something and delivering something is, uh, I don't think, I, didn't, I don't think so. So I yeah. think that those people who are watching the like uh, videos or like a uh, podcast on Spotify or any other platform. So if you want like, uh, like your parenting program to be like, uh, uh, to take in, then you can get the, all the details from the Michael uh, Larson uh, from the description. That would be very uh, like helpful for you. And uh moreover, we'll talk about more this uh, about this program and so that we can get more clarification and One thing like comes like uh, one thing like uh, uh, I saw that uh, in your bio, you have written like effective parents rather than emotional parents all right so I do you think that uh, somehow we have uh, emotions for our children that uh, trigger us in such a way that we uh, try to give all the things whatever they ask for and without considering that w- whether it is going to be helpful or not. Mm-hmm. Do you think that?
1: Yeah. So when I talk about uh, emotionally parenting, um, that's where we run into trouble as parents. If we're making our decisions out of emotion, so it can go two ways. Like you said, it can go, well, I'm giving them all this stuff because I want, you know, giving, 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 and, you know, almost raising them to think that things are handed to you or you're overcompensating because you feel guilty that maybe you and the other parent aren't together anymore, or maybe you, made a mistake and you're you know, buying them things to overcompensate. Or you could be stressed out and angry and be yelling at them and punishing them. So emotional parenting can go either way. But to me, when we, where we want to be is we want to enter every conversation and every plan with our children without being emotional. So we can make effective choices um, because we can't listen to somebody if we're in our amygdala and our stress response and our activated emotional part of our brain. Uh, we can't, our children won't be able to tell us what they want if they're activated in their emotional brain. So as a parent, we must always be aware of our own emotions. And when our children trigger us, we have to remind ourselves that's a mirror. The triggers are because there's something that they're reminding us of ourselves, that maybe it's something from our childhood or something from our early adulthood that makes us feel cold
0: or bad. So much cold here.
1: All right. (laughs)
0: All right. Uh, Okay, uh, can you tell me like uh, what is the degree there? Temperature in Canada right now?
1: Right now, um, I think it is minus fifteen. Minus
0: fifteen degrees Celsius right now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which is actually which is warm for this type of time of year. (laughs) Oh no! So, uh, like, uh, how low uh, does it go? Uh, Well, most winters we get down to we get down to minus fifty, minus forty where you're 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 freezing. <laughs> Unless you're cover, you have to cover up every inch of your skin.
0: All right, like you are having right now heater air, like in your room. That's why you can sit comfortably.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sitting comfortably because I'm in a heated house right now. I'm in my t-shirt and I'm I'm usually hot. But yeah, it's cold out here outside right now.
0: All right. Like uh okay, like what the, uh, like what time is uh, there I think in the like uh, in the evening or
1: uh... yeah, it's uh, just about 6 p.m. here in the evening evening okay
0: we we are having early morning you're you're in the morning right now early in the morning five o'clock in the morning oh really so really early you're just waking up yes yes actually like uh, uh, when i saw your time like schedule time and my time it was uh, absolutely opposite okay Okay. but i thought that yeah if i need to contact or if i need to have conversation definitely i need to sacrifice something so i today i woke up at 3.30 and I prepared that yeah, definitely I need to uh, get anything. So uh, <laughs> My, That's impressive,
1: yeah. waking up in the middle of the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely, like uh, I used to sleep at 10 o'clock uh, like uh, uh, like at night and I woke up every day at 4 o'clock or at 4.30 because you know that I am very inspired from the 5 p.m. clock from uh, Rabin Sharma. Okay. Very inspired. Alright, so okay, apart from that like I want to ask you one thing like uh what i found like whenever i'm i i also teach uh so, like uh nowadays I don't teach uh but I teach or i train online okay but uh when I was in uh like uh, yeah, graduation that time I used to go to a school and I was teaching my uh, like students uh, school students i can say okay yeah. but uh like uh that was like uh six seven eight nine ten uh, standard you can say okay So like uh, what I found that the distraction, like uh, students having distraction from their different things, like from the uh, gadgets or from like uh, negative friends and like uh, negative things, you know, that entertainment, which is totally damaging the uh, like youth. All right. So these are the things like uh, parents sometimes have no control over that. So how can a student uh, like avoid distraction
1: in their life? Is there any solution for that? How, so the question is, how does, a, how does a student avoid distractions and stay kind of focused in life? Yeah,
0: right. All right. Yes, yes. Like, how can they concentrate without, like, uh, being disturbed from this kind of?
1: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a complex question. But I think um, someone has to, even at a young age, they got to figure out what is their why? Um, like, as in, like, why are they doing this in school? And where are they going? And at a young age, you don't have to exactly know what you're going to do but you've got to ask yourself some questions and, and have some like a direction of where you want to head because without a direction, without a, without a big enough why to motivate yourself, you can become distracted by so many things, especially in this world now with phones and everything else. And, and here's, so you have to really be living your own life, not just living a life that somebody's telling you to live. So I, I always tell young people to, you know, you want to be internally motivated, not externally motivated. You don't want to be motivated to get an item or this or that. You want to be motivated from within yourself that I, I deserve this. And it, it starts with with self-esteem, with confidence. And then when distractions come, you can block them out and realize that these distractions aren't helping you get where you want to go. And that, that's that's a very small way to say it. It's more detailed than that. But that's what I always tell people.
0: Absolutely. Alright, like, uh, okay, parents sometimes uh, lose control over their kids and uh, they say that uh, whatever they do, I don't care or whatever they do, so, uh, like uh, this happens. Yes, like uh, sometimes we see that some parents are very careless for their kids. Yeah. Alright, so whatever they do, the whatever the children are doing, they don't have any information about that. So don't you think that our youth is going to be the future of our country and they are at uh, wrong ta- wrong place? Don't you think
1: so? Yeah, I'm a big believer that the youth, And you hear you hear, you hear the expression, the youth is the future, the children of the future. And it's true, um, at, you know, they're the one, the, the young people are the ones who are going to the next generation as they get older, they're the ones that are gonna be impacting the world. So as parents, we, we can't just get to a point where we get upset and just give up and just let them do whatever. Um, we have to stay involved we have to create. We have to do everything we can to keep this relationship healthy, um, to support them. And if, and as a parent, we have to, if things aren't going well, we have to go out and learn some new skills. We have to work on ourselves to be able to keep that relationship with the kid. It's not up to the kid to keep the relationship with the parent. It's up to the parent keep the relationship with the kid. And that's where I think people get into trouble.
0: Right. Absolutely. Because sometimes we see that uh, the children are like uh, uh, doing their duty and but uh, sometimes uh, immaturity because they yeah. don't know uh, whether we should do or not. They do not yeah. have any idea. Alright. So that it is the responsibility of their parents to make them aware of something that it should be done or not. Absolutely. But it, okay, uh, like how a parent can be a good parent. Like a good parent means like how can uh, like uh, we give the life for a, uh, suppose I'm a parent of my uh, children. Okay, so what is the precautions or what is the step should I follow so that my children will be better in their future? Is there any process or any steps so that I can follow?
1: Yeah, there, there's a, there's a foundation to parenting, what I call it, um, and once you equip yourself with this foundation, then you're you're going to be better off for any challenges that come. Um, it, it, it takes a long time and that's why I do my program because it's, it took me 15 years to learn this and that's what I teach people. So you want to focus on, you want to focus on what is your parenting style and why do you parent this well, parent, right, you know, and look at your style. Then you want to focus on communication. How do you effectively communicate with your kids? Listen as much as you talk. And then you also want to focus on not being critical. You want to be curious, you know, and then you want to focus on connecting, spending time, bonding. Um, and you want to focus on how does the brain work and how do emotions work and teaching your children from a young age, what happens with our body, with our emotions, you want to look at discipline. And this is a big one for parents. Discipline is not to punish. It's not to, to ground to take things away. Discipline is actually teaching. That's the definition of discipline, a disciple. So we want to teach our children skills to develop self-discipline. So anytime our child is having a problem. We must look at what skills are they lacking because their brain is still developing. The brain isn't fully developed until 25 years old. So we have to remind ourselves that to be patient. And if if these mistakes aren't on purpose, they're just, they're trying their best. So we just have to always teach and show them and help them and support them.
0: Absolutely. Like uh, the point you said, like punishment, like uh, said punishment, like uh, if we talk about India, all right, so we are having a very uh, struggling uh, childhood we can say, because you know that uh, in India, uh, like uh, from our childhood, if we commit any mistake, so our like mother, our mother, I I don't know about like uh, uh, Canadian culture, but in India, what happens if you commit any mistake, if you do any mistake, then uh, whatever the uh, like Indian mother found, that time they try to beat on that, like whether it is uh, like uh, groom, I can say. All right. And any type of stick or anything comes from in front of that uh, Indian uh, mother. Okay. They try to beat that person without uh, worrying about that. So, uh, what's your message for them? Like, uh, do uh, do you think they should do or continue with this? Or they should stop doing and uh, like uh, they should uh, uh, teach their children how to be disciplined? Yeah.
1: Um, and that's a big question. And it, it happens in Canada, it happens in the United States, it Happens in India, it happens around the world. Um, this idea of punishment. And to me, that's how a lot of parents used to do it. But now we know better. Research has been done for years and years and years on children and how they develop. And it's been discovered time and time again. Someone who is hit or spanked and taught that way, they grow up with, with trauma, with issues around that. Because all you're teaching that child is whoever's bigger and stronger gets to tell you what to do because they can hit you and they can hurt you. So you're you're controlling them through fear. So when that child grows up, if they're in a relationship with somebody and that person's not doing what they want to do, are they supposed to hit them? Are they supposed to hit their wife, their husband? Are they supposed to hit their friends? So what you're essentially teaching your children is hitting is how we stop people from doing things, which doesn't work. Because when the kids go to school and they get in a fight, how can we as a parent be upset that they're fighting when we are teaching them that that's the answer to problems? We must teach them that violence and hitting is not the answer. It's through teaching and communication where we can repair stuff and learn. So yes, my message is, please do not hit your children. It is not healthy. It does not help them. It hurts them. Absolutely, because
0: sometimes they uh, think that yeah, if we do anything, we'll be bitten. So we stop doing. So their creativity and their like uh, uh, thought process also uh, like stops there. I think so. Yes. And uh, okay, like uh, you have been doing this program for since long time. I can say like uh, like that. All right. So what is the biggest challenges did you find in doing so
1: with my program?
0: Yes. Like uh, when you interact with a teenager or any type of kid, what is the biggest challenge do you find in kids?
1: In kids? um, The the biggest challenge I find with parents, if if they're changing their approach, is I always remind parents, it's going to be hard because the child isn't, it's going to take the child a while to realize you're doing something different. So the biggest challenge as a parent is to stick with it long enough so then your brain gets used to it to create a habit. It takes quite a while to change our own behavior and then we need to give our child time to respond to our change and change their behavior so often as parents the challenge is well we try something for a couple days it doesn't work so then we we try something else we must be consistent we must stick to something and do it long enough to see the results of the of the work of the action plan
0: yes one more, uh, like one more question coming in mind uh, that, uh, like, uh, do you think that uh, somehow the the habits of the parents, like uh, drinking, I can say, like smoking, I can say, like, uh, uh, any type of wrong habits, I can say, that is inheriting the child?
1: Yes, I, I believe the, one of the best and most effective ways to parent is through role modeling as well is so not just your words, but your own behavior. So when we I tell people all the time, focus on parenting yourself. And by default, if you parent yourself, you're parenting your children. So if you make healthy choices and you give up your health, unhealthy habits and you do this and that, your parents, will, your kids will follow your lead. So it's the same as you just said, if you're doing, if you're making unhealthy choices, your children will be more prone to make unhealthy choices as well, because it's normalized. And they, they say, well, if you can do it, I can do it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, like one thing
0: like uh, also there, like uh, sometimes uh, the living is okay, uh, doing is okay, but sometimes food, you know, the the food selection is also important for every kid. Like when they are at their growing level or I can say like growing stage, that time do you think also like food system or like giving food to a, a kid or teenager is also important? for their uh, mind development, brain development, or like a uh, body development also, or
1: whatever yeah, I, they should eat. Yeah, for sure. And it depend, and depends where we are. And sometimes finances and financial things are an you know, obstacle in terms of buying healthy food. But yeah, I'm a big believer. Um, if we want our brain and we want to be able to make good decisions and not become overwhelmed by emotions, we got to fuel our body in the right way. we got to put the right kind of gas. Like a car, you want to put the right kind of fuel in your body and teach your children that that you know you want to have a healthy diet you don't you want to avoid sugars you want to avoid this because if that's going on when we put unhealthy stuff in our body it makes us feel cranky it makes us feel irritable we don't sleep as well and when we're not functioning well how can we interact well with our parents or go to school it's very tied together we gotta we gotta take care of ourselves physically because it's tied to emotional and mental health as well. So, uh,
0: definitely that's a uh, great thing I can say. Like, one thing, like, uh, very, uh, we, like, uh, we find one thing very much in uh, child cases, that anger. Anger, uh, the, uh, the children are getting angry without, uh, like, uh, if they want to get something or if you want to, they want to have something, they try to become angry and uh, in that case, the parents become motivated and they try to provide whatever the children ask for so mm-hmm.
1: what do you say about that so the the question is this, if a kid gets angry and gets upset then the parent gives them what they want because they're angry yes yes so how yeah. can that
0: be uh, like uh, solve that problem like uh, angry and uh, that parents is giving the chances for the students and uh, like uh, children and they are just uh, uh, doing all the things so it is giving a one type of license for the children to do uh, ask for more and more i can say
1: yeah how um, can a
0: parent be uh, stop this type of things
1: so you as a parent you don't want to give in or give things to a child when they're because they're angry and they're demanding it or they're threatening or punching something or throwing a tantrum because you're teaching them that will get them what they want so i have many many times sat with an angry kid for hours and and i sit there and i just tell them i can see you're angry i'm sorry that you're angry how can i help you is there something i can do so you don't you focus on the anger and whatever they want you don't even talk about what they want until the anger has passed and then once the anger passes then you can explain to them why it was a no but nobody wants to hear no when they're upset so as a parent we just got to remind ourselves that anger won't last forever and as our child is doing all this stuff we just calmly say this is not OK. Please stop. How can I help you? And you just focus on the anger, not even what they want. And, you, and then you just talk about it later. And because that's what a child needs to learn, that you can't always get what you want. That's part of life. we got to handle disappointment. And anger is healthy. When we do something healthy with anger, there's healthy ways to release anger.
0: Very good question. Like anger, apart from that, like, you know, that uh, uh, school going or college going students like fall in love. I hope that uh, that is also applicable in Canada also it is universally like acceptable I can say so what is the right age for any teenager to fall in love is there any right age, or it is all about maturity I can say
1: yeah I don't I don't think there's an there's an age I think too often we look at numbers as a guideline but I think it's eight the number means nothing it depends on like you said maturity like it depends on how that individual presents himself how are they making these choices? If they meet somebody and five minutes later they're saying they're in love with them, well, then obviously they don't understand what love means. Uh, and then you know, you would, as a parent, you would have conversations with your child. What is love? What is passion? What is like? And there's differences. Um, so I think it's just a matter of your child is ready to be in love when they're ready, if they understand what that means. Um, and as a parent, we don't want to tell our children they, they can't be in a relationship. We don't want to, We just want to be there to guide them and help them make decisions and let them know relationships are hard work. They're not easy. Like on the TV and the movies, people fall in love, they go through a challenge, everything's happy. That's not how it works in real life. Relationships are hard work. So it's not as easy as just
0: being in love. Okay, okay. if I have two things at a time, if I have two things, one is love and is career. So what should we choose as a kid? Career building, like a future building, like uh, they should study and they should look for like what they should do in their
1: future, like getting okay. a job
0: or starting a business.
1: This is this is my this is my take on love, um, and I tell young people this all the time. If you focus on loving yourself and developing a loving relationship with yourself, building character, values, morals, you will find somebody. Love will come to you. But if your sole focus is finding love. And that's all you're looking for. You're going to look for love in the wrong places. So, to me, we must, the most important love relationship is with ourselves. So, yes, we focus on building ourselves in, in that. And then, a love with somebody else will follow that.
0: And one thing, oh, like, uh, because of love and because of career, we see that most children are in depression and they are uh, full of depression and uh, they uh, try to adopt some kind of activity like drinking, smoking because of depression. And sometimes they take drugs also. So do yep. you think that how, can hand, how, can, how they can handle this situation? Like going into depression and sometimes suicidal cases also happens. All right. So because of career, because of love also. So how can a student handle this type of situation when they are in depression?
1: Well, the depression is, is, is a real thing. Um, and, and it's high, there's higher levels of depression than ever right now amongst young people. And then with the pandemic and all this other stuff, it makes it worse. So depression, number one is the stigma has to end around mental health and that you're weak. If you're, if you're going through stuff, you're not weak. Everybody goes through mental health stuff, depression. We all do. Some of us talk about it. Some of us don't. So as a kid, you got, you got to find somebody that you trust that you can talk to about this. That's not going to judge you that's not going to put you down, that's just going to listen. And then, you know, find someone to listen to you and then look for help and support, but in in the right, in the right way, in the right places. Often your you know, your friend isn't going to be the one at a young age to be able to give you all the advice. So you got to go out and find maybe a, a coach or a mentor or somebody that you can trust with your, with your, your thoughts. And then Get some help and you know figure out some things you can do little by little that will help you feel better. Uh,
0: okay, uh, like likewise, same question. Like uh, depression also in uh, related to one question is coming. Like how to handle breakup in life? How to handle breakups? Breakup. Breakups.
1: How to? Well, handle- breakups are they're hard. They're they're really really hard because that emotional pain is it's the same as physical pain. That's why they say heartbreaking because it feels like it. Your body, your brain, honestly treat feels like you're under attack, like the world's ending. So this is, to me, we must, number one, allow ourselves to feel that, to go through the grieving process um, and feel the anger, the sadness and cry and let it out. Because if we just try to move on and suppress it and pretend that's not there, it'll come on with us. So we go into it. But also reminding yourself that every relationship ends at some point. Um, it can either be a breakup or someone will die. So every you no, know, and I know that's it's hard to understand as a young kid, but every relationship ends. Uh, not not every relationship is meant to last. So just really thinking that relationships come and go, and go back to what we talked about earlier: loving ourselves, have that number one relationship with yourself. That will be beneficial.
0: All right. Uh... I hope that I'm having uh, more twenty minutes. Okay, how to be a good student in school and colleges? How to be a good student? How to be a good Very student? a normal question, but uh, definitely it's
1: uh, important. Yeah. Uh, well, I think earlier we talked about uh, you, you gotta you gotta figure out what you want to do with your life, your why. Uh, too many I too many times I find young people uh, myself when I first went to school a long time ago. They go to school because they feel like their parents are telling them to, or they feel like they have to. Um, so if you're, if, if you're struggling as a student, most likely you're, you might be doing stuff that you don't enjoy. So to me, as a student, you have to figure out some things you enjoy and the direction you're going in and then realize that some stuff you're not going to enjoy, but you have to do it to get to your destination. So to have the mindset that if I do this, that will get me where I want to go. And also the mindset that no matter what I do in life, I'm going to try my best. Some things I'm going to like a lot, some things I'm going to like a little bit, some things I'm going to hate, but no matter what, I want to try my best so that I know that I gave it my all. So to me to be a student, it's, yeah, it's real. you know, that in balance and make sure your life is in balance and you're not going too hard and studying 17 hours a day. You want to make sure you're enjoying the rest of life and just have a nice balanced lifestyle.
0: Okay. Uh, like, are you like providing your services to the like uh, kids, uh, like teens or like directly parents?
1: Um, right now, I, I so I'd see teens and I see parents, but lately I've only, I will only see teenagers. If a parent contacts me, I will work with their teenager, but the parent has to work with me too. Um, so, cause I tell the parents, I can work with your teen, but unless something changes in the home, it'll be hard for your teen to make changes. So what I try to do is I work with the parent and the teen And then eventually I work with the the family together. And then that's where I can kind of work with. And then we all kind of help them sort out their issues, help them solve their problems. And then they can move forward with a better understanding of what each other needs and a better understanding how to have a happier and healthier home.
0: All right. Like uh, this was was the first phase. Like uh, I like uh, your expertise field. I just, I asked the questions ready to, I hope that those people who are watching or listening this like podcast or video, that will be very helpful for them, like uh, all the uh, required uh, questions I asked. Any type of question you can ask in the comment section, it will be better for us. And uh, like coming to second phase, like I want to ask some uh, personal questions, not exact personal, but some of the per uh, questions, which will be helpful for the, our audience. All right. Okay. So are you all right with that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like uh, when, uh, like any funny moment you are having in your life as a kid, or when you used to be in school and colleges, any funny moment?
1: When I was going to university, I lived in a house with lots of roommates uh, to cut bills. And I had a pet dog, and his name was Frank, and he was a wiener dog. And what he would do, he would spend his day going to all our rooms and trying to steal all our food. So <laughs> so my dog gained about 20 pounds in one year because all of us were young, young guys and we're just leaving our food around. So my dog, so when I think back, it was my dog basically just ate pizza and ate chips for a year straight. And, um, it was just a representative of our lifestyle in school because we were always studying and always going. So that's what I think about as my school days was just this dog who lived with a bunch of people and he just ate food and hung out and just, we laughed about that quite a bit.
0: Which is your dream place? Dream place to live? In the
1: world, in the world. Um, Barbados. Barbados.
0: I think that is under uh, like uh, uh, West Indies area. Like uh, we have a cricket team.
1: Yeah, Barbados, Barbados. is a, in the Caribbean. It's an island. I was there my um, Caribbean, yes. My partner's uh, partner. Her, that's where her dad's from. So I was out there last year and it's beautiful there. So that's that's the plan is to live there at some point and then be out of the cold here in Canada and be on the beach on a daily basis. I think that is hot. Uh, that, that place is very hot, I think, Compa- hot, in yeah.
0: comparison to Canada.
1: Oh, yeah. That's hot there. We're cold. So I'm, I'm done. I've been I'm 36 years old. I'm, I'm, I want to get out of the cold. So.
0: Okay. You are 36 years old. Very nice. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, like, uh, have you ever been to India?
1: I have not. Uh, about five years ago I, I, or six years ago, I came close going and I and my friend went but I didn't go so uh, any plan for like visiting India <laughs> there, there, there <laughs> is yes obviously right now we can't travel but I there's something about India I want to go there it um I, at the time I was reading a lot about uh, spirituality and different things and India was popping up and yeah I definitely I like Indian food uh we we order Indian food quite a bit so I enjoy the food I'm not the biggest spice fan but I which do which is enjoy your the- favorite food of India Um, I like the uh, butter chicken and the naan bread is very good. Uh, and what is this other one called? And um, I forget the name, but it's like a vegetable. It's a vegetable dish and like a white cream, uh, maybe some type of a curry or something. Anyways, yeah, but the foods I do like the food very much.
0: Right, I think the uh, the Indian food is available in Canada also, right? Because many people live there, especially Punjabi are
1: there. Yes. Yeah, so we have quite a few uh, restaurants here that we order from.
0: So do you have any Indian friends? Uh,
1: not not close friends, but I do. I'm part of an organization, um, Peace 360, where a lot of the members are um, from India or they're immigrated over. So I'm, I'm having more and more uh, Indian friends, I suppose, uh, that, that I'm going to be forming a relationship with through, through my work. So what is the one thing
0: do you like uh, uh, about India? What is the one thing, if I ask?
1: When I think of India, for some reason, I keep thinking of uh, like that, that spirituality aspect, the culture of uh, like, uh, like when I think of chakras and I think of uh, the body and stuff, that's, and I don't even know if that's accurate, uh, but that's just in my mind is what I think of is uh, culturally the idea of the body and being aligned And breathing and all, and stuff, and etc. That's what I think about.
0: Absolutely, because spirituality is like uh, given utmost priority in India also. Because you know that uh, we are having spiritually attached to some of the God. Okay, so you know that uh, in India, there are different types of religions. Are there okay? If you go to different countries, there will be one, stick to one religion, but in India, you can get lots of religions are there living together. We are having diversity culture. And people are from different background. But still, we are united. So, it's a great thing, I can say.
1: Beautiful.
0: Okay. And, uh, okay, uh, if I say, uh, if I will give you two things. Okay, so you need to choose one thing. Okay, uh, like uh, rapid fire type. Okay, I hope that you will like this. Like, if I choose to, uh, like, if I give you to choose, like, mountain or beaches.
1: Mountain or beaches? Beaches. Beaches.
0: All right and uh, homemade food or street food homemade food homemade food okay uh, do you get uh, pani puri
1: there pani puri momo uh, i don't almost? know I, I, yeah i think yeah, i think that's available around here yeah all right so are you vegetarian or non vegetarian uh, not non vegetarian but i do try to limit my meat i don't i don't when i grew up it was the center of my plate now I just, I of my plate, I try to make it vegetable-based or non-meat-based. What type of parent you are? Like strict or very
0: friendly or like uh, permissive, I can say, or any type, authoritative? What type I of parent am, are you?
1: I'm a, I'm a, I try to, every day to be assertive. Um, I'm friendly, I have fun, I'm caring, I'm nurturing, I'm loving. But I also have expectations and boundaries and i teach and i hold my children accountable but i also as a parent i tell them if i'm slipping up you hold me accountable as well you remind me so i'm am I'm a parent who wants to be be a team and i'm just the leader i'm not the boss i don't but we're a team and i get to lead the way
0: what should be the relationship like how they should handle their relationship with the parents and the children
1: how should we because handle we see
0: sometimes yes because we see sometimes conflict uh, between the parents and uh, like uh, children conflict is there and because uh, sometimes we uh, when we are having multiple kids it means that two or three kids that time what happens if we give one person or one children priority another person gets angry or becomes like that uh, you are loving that guy and uh, not me so in that case in that case so how can we maintain our love towards them
1: Well, as parents, we have to remind ourselves that um, our children, they're going to be different. People have different personalities. Yes, we can have the same home, but we all have different brains. We all have different personalities. So as a parent, we got to focus on each of our kids on their strengths and let let each of them know that we see them for their strengths and we all have weaknesses. So when we're talking, we want to make sure that we aren't calling one out all the time in front of the other one. You want to keep their dignity you want to talk to them in a healthy way and you don't want to play favorites and you never want to compare them you never want to say hey bobby why can't you be more like susie that is not that is not good that is not what you want to do all right yes one
0: question i forgot to uh, like ask you like nowadays we see that mobile addiction in kids all right in teenagers also mobile addiction nowadays i hope that uh, we are uh, using do with our career, I get my point. So this is the like, uh, we can say like uh, time wasting uh, things are there. So how can we avoid like a mobile addiction and PUBG, you know, if we, you know, PUBG game is there, different games are there, which is like uh, diverting their mindset from their studies. So how can they remove the uh, mobile addiction from their life, whether oh. it is the responsibility of the parents or the children.
1: Uh, well, it's it's the responsibility of both of them, um, and we want to start at a young age where we where we limit device use and we introduce it in an appropriate way. As parents, we want to role model. We don't want to be on our device all day because otherwise, our children will do the same thing. So, if we have a child who's on the mobile too much, it's it's a teamwork. We go we have to go to the child and say, "What's going on here? Why are you on your phone so much? Why? What are you? Are you trying to escape something? Is there something going on in your life that's causing you trouble? Um, because often when we're out of balance, it, it means that we, there's, that addiction is giving us something to our brain and we're trying to avoid our reality of our life. So as a parent, we want to help our child. We don't want to punish them. We want to say, hey, how can we help you get off your phone? How can we help you find other things to do? So you work as a team to solve the problem.
0: Mobile addiction is a great uh, uh, like uh, time wastage, I can say, for the oh, young yeah. folks. Because they are using
1: uh, the exactly, uh,
0: biggest regret in your life. If I ask you, regret anything in your life?
1: My biggest regret um, was, uh, you know, I actually don't regret anything. And I know it sounds kind of uh, uh, spiritual, but the man I am here today, I'm very proud of who I am. I'm very proud of what I've accomplished. I'm very proud of what I have around me. So I honestly believe that if the rest of my life, I wouldn't be where I am right now if that stuff didn't happen. Yes, there was negative choices I made. Yes, I went through some really hard stuff, um, but I didn't know any better. Um, I was doing the best I could. Uh, so the, that, my path was what it was. So I can honestly sit here and tell you I, I don't have any regrets. So that feels nice to say that. Right. So if I give you
0: uh, two options to choose, like uh, happiness or money? What will you choose?
1: Choose happiness. Um, I'm not. I'm not scared to have money, though. I realize that um, having wealth opens up other opens up opportunities for happiness. It doesn't guarantee happiness, but it opens up opportunities. But I'd rather be have happiness over money if I had to choose one.
0: Okay. Uh, like in your dictionary, like uh, what do you call success? Like what
1: is, is success is- for you? To me, it's success is um, knowing who we are and being comfortable with ourselves. I think too many of us spend a lot of our lives uh, trying to make other people happy or trying to be successful. Or we think if we do this or we go to school or we buy this or we do this job, then we'll be happy. And it never ends. So we ha- success to me is when you get comfortable and love yourself and you ha- you tell yourself that I'm important and I'm valuable and I deserve this. So to me, success is... a a personal development, uh, a personal relationship with yourself. Okay.
0: Okay. Nowadays we see that uh, people are being materialistic. All right. They, uh, instead of loving their parents and loving their families or like wife, kids, whatever, but they are like, uh, like having the own desire to buy uh, like everything materialistic, you know. So uh, like, uh, do you think that, is it good? Because I don't think so.
1: It's, it's, it's not good. And what it is, it's a product of uh, the media world and this and all the commercials and ads and Instagram and on the phone and movies and TV, this image and this idea that we can all just have all these things. But it's, it's a myth. It, it's very hard to have lots of things. And also materialistic things don't bring you happiness. I, I know a lot of people who have huge houses, fancy cars uh, and this and that, but they're very, very miserable and they're very empty on the inside. So that doesn't guarantee anything other than a, a chase for something that doesn't exist. This idea that the stuff you have will bring you happiness because it doesn't.
0: Absolutely. I can say like uh, I am like having a great interaction like with you and it's, it's amazing. I can say like, uh, I know that my Indian accent is uh, like uh, different from your Canadian accent. <laughs> But somehow you are getting my like what so that is great. I can say all right. So is there any difficulty do you face like while I am talking in English language?
1: Uh, not too bad. Uh, like I, I'm, I feel that we, you know, your English is, is pretty good. Like I, I'm, I i have not had troubles this conversation. Uh, so yeah, I've been able to understand. A couple times I had to ask you to repeat, but that's because you cut out. So I haven't. Right. Uh, I I found this uh, to be good. I think that it, you communicate fine in English. So.
0: All right. Okay. Like, what's your message for them? Like, uh, those who are like watching and listening this podcast or video. Like, what's your message for them? Like, how can you uh, like uh, approach your program with them? Like, if they are interested in your program, so how can they approach you? Or what Uh, is the
1: message for them? Yeah, you you can find me uh, through Google search. Uh, Michael Larson Life Upgrade is my business. Life Upgrade. My website's www.mylifeupgrade.ca. You can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group, parenting group, where I give uh, lots of help in there. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm around. Um, Google search me up, and you'll and you'll find me. All right. Actually, yesterday, actually, I was uh, like uh, like uh,
0: going over your social medias, like uh, your website, your WhatsApp, your Instagram, your Facebook, and everywhere I just visited, and uh, I was really, really glad that a person like a very uh, amazing person and doing a great job. And those people who are like uh, right now watching and uh, listening this, uh, so I will say one thing like uh, if you are uh, having any problem with your like kids or like if you are a parent if you are a kid or if you want your parent to be like a successful parent so you can contact like Michael Larson is very very uh, good person I can say good not a good person but a dedicated and uh, like helpful guy or like it's a like it will be a uh, like a dream life uh, system you can create your life so I think that will be better for you I money doesn't matter it doesn't matter like how much he charges, or it doesn't matter, but uh, he can guarantee give you the best life or like uh, life changing life. I can say life changing life, I can give you. So, I think that would be very uh, amazing uh, experience with you. 12 week program is there, like around, I think, three month program is there. So, yeah. absolutely fine with that. And uh, I hope, uh, can you disclose like uh, how much price do you charge? so that they think uh, affordable?
1: Yeah, the the program, uh, the 12-week program is $1,000 US. Um, and I do offer payment plans. So I can break that down into two payments or three payments. Um, yeah, so that is my price. And um, I hope that people reach out to me. If finances is a barrier, on my social media, you still, you'll find free help. It's not going to be as great as the help that you can get working with me but most definitely I try to provide value and help for people who were money is an obstacle. Cause I understand that not everybody has money. So I, I, you know, so if you find me and you can still benefit from my stuff and then maybe when, when you money situation changes, then we can work together.
0: Yes, absolutely. So guys, like those people who are watching right now, uh, like yesterday also, I visited the YouTube channel and I saw like, uh, around 50 plus videos were there and it was all amazing. Like, uh, Though it was very uh, less views, I can say, but the content inside the video, it was amazing and it is like, uh, we cannot get from like other sources. Like if you go to Google or if you go to YouTube, you cannot get it. But the amazing content is there. So I think that that would be very helpful if you are affordable and if you uh, can afford that. So go for that. And definitely you are going to have a life-changing parent or I can say teen. So... I, I, I'm i very very glad I can say like it's amazing to have you and uh, like I will definitely want to meet you but uh, it's not possible. Yeah still uh, if possible if you come to India any day or if possible definitely we wanna meet you and uh, like uh, I hope that you get some business from India also and that would be very great and relationship with India will be much more better I can say.
1: All right and sounds uh, sounds good thank you so much for having me and I've enjoyed our conversation and let's let's stay in touch and let's let's stay connected and uh, see what happens
0: all right and thank you so much and for accepting my invitation to join my uh, yes Sanjay saw. and uh, I'm really glad to have you and I hope that uh, this podcast this video will be uh, useful or uh, like uh, helpful for some kind of people and uh, that's it and uh, thank you so much And we say, like Indian, Namaste.
1: Okay. (laughs) Namaste. You take
0: care. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.